it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Greetings and salutations, everyone. It's Rich Wilson. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball Live. Uh, it is the 9th of July here at about 11 o'clock, and it's the myself and the great Tim McLeod as we do our Take 10 with Tim. It's actually only six questions, Timmy, but we've got one really, really long question. Yeah, I was going to say it, it might only be six questions, but one has got about 27 parts to it, I think. <laughs> uh, should be fun. So we've made it to fun. the halfway point, my friend. Yeah, we have, and that's always a good thing. Uh, an interesting year, to say the least, and oh a challenging. So if, if if I were to ask you to sum up the year in one or two sentences, what what's the first thing that kind of comes to mind? Uh, injuries. Yeah. I can do it. In, I can do it in one word. Injuries. Yeah. 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 It's uh, it's. It's been constant upheaval pretty well since day one. And it's a real challenge to get active lineups in place. Like draft and hold leagues, uh, I'm only in a couple. But it's a real struggle each and every week just to find 23 hitters and pitchers to get active in your lineup. It's tough. Yeah, my NFC draft and hold is in first place. Uh, and Timmy, nice. I, don't know how I'm do- I don't know how I'm doing it. I mean, I I've lost uh, Tyler Glass. No, I've lost Dustin May. I probably have right. lost uh, Trevor Bauer. And yes, I, I mean, I, I started uh, Jay Happ this week, and I got a good outing. I mean, I, I'm getting lucky. So my only ace in the hole, so to speak, is I have Chris Sale. I drafted Chris Sale. So that could be my savior if he can just come back and pitch, pitch reasonable because I'm running out of guys. Well, yeah, but I guess the only consolation is with the way things have broken uh, down this year, everybody else is in the same situation. Yeah. You know, uh, in a draft and hold, if you can continue to churn out countable numbers and have players active each and every week, uh, you're probably doing better than a lot of a lot of teams are doing. So good for you. Let's hope they keep churning out those uh, numbers for you, Rich. Yeah, I guess luck is part of the game. I, I, I my yeah. to, to, to kind of double dip on your injury. I don't. I think I've seen more guys run into first base. They get about ten feet away from the first base bag and and grab their hamstring. I don't think I've seen yeah. ever seen that many guys just 
to, and then they're not out for a week or two. They're out for three or four, six weeks. Yeah, what's what's up with that? I, I and I agree with you. It is something that I've noticed as well. Where just it seems like a, a huge number of hamstring in, injuries. And you're right. It's the you know it, it's the halfway down to first base or. You know, stealing a base, coming up lame. Uh, are they not? They got to be stretching out before the game. That shouldn't be an issue. So yeah. what? What pray tell is the problem? I don't know. I mean, I, the only thing that's different is the shortened season last year. So maybe, yeah. maybe guys just weren't stretched out physically enough to start the season. That's that's yeah. all I can figure. Because if I, if you take a look at Tommy John surgery, we're actually running behind where we typically do. I've actually taken a look at that. We're close okay. to where we typically are, but I thought there'd be a lot more kind of guys blowing out their arms, and that's not been the case. No, uh, no, you're right. There have there hasn't been a lot of uh, Tommy John type situations, but there's been a heck of a lot of forearm, yeah, swelling, forearm, forearm issues. We just haven't seen the severity. Mm-hmm. It's an instant, an, an instant Tommy John call. Like even Clayton Kershaw this week. Now, yeah. again, it's the Dodgers, but you know the Dodgers are very, very limited right now as far as their pitching. You know, with Dustin May being gone, and uh, you know they can't afford to lose Clayton Kershaw. But is that is that uh, just uh, an airing on the side of caution before the All Star break, or is there more to it? Let's hope there isn't. Yeah, I mean it is fortuitous uh, kind of timing, Timmy. I mean, I, I think well, I saw yeah, a tweet or something that you said, is this just the uh, Dodgers having him take a little siesta? Which, you know, mm-hmm. could be. I mean, he's an older player now, and he needs potentially the extra time. Or if it's something more serious. Because, you know, let, let's talk about the, the elephant in the room, and that's, you know, we talked about it last week. We'll talk about it again this week, and I go into any detail. But, Timmy, the situation with Trevor Bauer if you're an owner of Trevor Bauer for this year, you got to be like, like really concerned that this he's going to pitch again this year. I mean, it is. I mean, the Dodgers are the Dodger players are are unfriending him on Facebook and Instagram. They've canceled Bobblehead Day. He's gotten a re uh, his uh, administrative leave has been extended. The details that are coming out are just awful with the situation. I, it, it looks bad. Yeah, it looks really bad. And as far as Trevor Bauer uh, pitching again this season, uh, I have him in one league labor. I'm not counting on him being back. Yeah. I, I think that's the, you know, with the information that we have at this point in time, I don't think you can count on it. If it happens, well, hey, say it'll be, you know, take that as – you know, a, a, a bit of a bonus, but you know, the Dodgers are definitely distancing themselves from Bauer totally. Uh, you know, they've taken all of his related merchandise out of the, uh, not only the, the team store on site, but the online shop. Yeah. So, Hey, and you can't blame the Dodgers. No, really. You know, Hey, with the information that has been made available to us, the general public, why would the Dodgers, there's not really much positive to stand behind there right now. So, Hey, I think the Dodgers are doing the only thing they can do. Yeah. And it kind of makes you wonder, Timmy, like, where's all this going to go long-term for, for Bauer? I mean, is it, uh, 
you know, we know that guys that have been involved in domestic violence situation, I don't know if you recall, Julio Urias was, and he got suspended for 20 games. So I don't know if that were a punishment that we would see here with Bauer. Would be, would it be time served, you know, the administrative leagues? I don't know. But it, it seems inconceivable this year that there's not going to be some kind of additional missed time because of a suspension based on what's happened. Well, yeah, and we've got so many good things happening in the game right now. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got we've got young Vlad Guerrero, okay, emerging as a superstar. We've got Shohei Otani doing things that we didn't think were possible. He's up to thirty-two home runs. Now. I know. Uh, Major League Baseball does not need, among, nope. amongst all the positive things going on in the game right now, Major League Baseball does not need this Trevor Bauer situation. At all, and I think they're gonna they're gonna deal with it and try and get it over and done, and as soon as possible, and let the focus be back on the game again. So, if you're the the Dodger brass and you've got a great team, you're the defending world champion. Champion, you are in your window. You sign Bauer to be what he was up until the incident. Mm-hmm. And right. they have to, like you are with your fantasy team, you you can't count on if he comes back. It's it's icing on the cake. I mean, what do you do? You got Gonsolin in now, which he's performing well. You've lost May. I mean, Josiah Gray. They keep saying it's got to get up to five innings, but he's not been pitching very long. He's he's very raw. You've got uh, you've got a couple of guys in the minor leagues that are doing well. Andre Jackson is making the futures game. You know, he's got a good arm. Do they go out and actually try to move some of their prospect capital and, and try to bring in an army? What would you do if you're the brass? you got three weeks to make a trade. Well, right now you're down to Walker Bueller, Julio Urias, and Gonsolin. Yeah. Okay, that that is your starting rotation. you got David Price in there. And, you know, but that pretty well is it. Uh Clayton Kershaw, it looks like, is going to miss at least a couple of weeks. And I think they'll err on the side of caution with Kershaw. They they don't think they have any choice. But uh, I could see the Dodgers, yeah, they've got some depth at catcher. Okay, maybe maybe it's time that they seriously took a look at uh, Cabert Ruiz. Guy can really play. He can really hit, Tim. He's he's a good player. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe it's time they look at uh, took a look at, at Ruiz as an option. And I don't think with with Bueller and Urias, they've got they got a one two there. They got two really good pitchers. Kershaw comes back after his rest. That's three really good pitchers. I, I don't think they have to. I don't think they have to go out and get an ace type pitcher. What I think they need is the type of pitcher that we've talked about the past couple weeks, a Merrill Kelly type. Yeah. Okay, that is going to go out there and perform consistently. Okay, hopefully consistently. Uh, and be a solid uh, four or five. That's what they need are four or fives. Guys to fill out their rotation and give them a chance to win every fourth, fifth day, right? Yeah, yes and no. So, because my worry with the Dodgers, if I'm if I'm in that front office... I do not want to get into a play-in game and take my chances there. I want to win that division. And yes. To win that division, I think I need, I need a, 
not a, maybe not an ace, but I need a number two, number three starter. I need a guy that I can count on that's going to go out and pitch every fifth day and give me really good six innings because David Price is a $30 million anchor, right? He, yep. We, we, you know, they, I think they mismanaged him. They try to have the luxury of being a, you know, multi-inning reliever instead of trying to stretch him out and putting him in the rotation. Maybe they start to do that now. And then they've got all these kids, both, again, Jackson and Gray, really good arms. But, Tim, they're both convert guys. In other words, they were infielders five years ago. They haven't been pitching that long. So you don't yeah. know what you're going to get with those guys. Well, yeah, you look at the division – and right now they're what a, a game a game behind the Giants. They're tied in the win department. Uh, they have two losses more than the Giants, so they're virtually tied for first. And the Padres are meh, five games, five six games back. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're getting Corey Seager back, which has to help. Mm-hmm. Okay, in, in a rather big way. I think the the Dodgers have enough. If they fill in the gaps, that they can win the division. That's that's my train of thought. You know, between bringing kids up, maybe they might have to go to a bullpen and go with a starter. Uh, you know, the one inning starter and work with that for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's an approach they'll take. But uh, I think they've got enough to win the division. I have a hard time believing as wonderful a first half as the Giants have had. I have a hard time believing that's going to hold up over the long haul. Mm-hmm. I still think they're a playoff team, definitely. But I uh, I'd be shocked. Got to worry about you got to worry about the Padres because the Padres have yeah. as much minor league capital as the Dodgers do. And mm-hmm. what if they add a big arm, right? And they could do that. Well, and the the problem with the Padres is pitching. Mhm. Yeah, hey, the the bullpen is fine, but you know, you start looking at that rotation. You know, Darvish has had a bad back, apparently, they're saying now, for what, four or five starts. He's added a hip to that uh, after can't, a while. And you can't count on Blake Snell, and Paddock is not the same guy. Uh, how how has Joe Musgrove looked the past couple of weeks? Joe Musgrove's looked exactly who he is. He's a 3-4 yeah. pitcher. Yeah, he's a guy that'll go out, and if he's up against a good team, he's going to struggle. If he's up against a bad team, he's going to do well. He's uh, slightly yeah. better than league average pitcher. Yeah, Ryan Weathers right now might be their... <laughs> That's frightening. <laughs> might be their best pitcher right now, Rich. I and know. I know it, it sounds sounds blasphemous in nature, but, you know, Snell can't pitch on the road. Paddock can't pitch anywhere. Darvish is hurt. You know, it's, yeah, it's... Uh, you, you, have I, to I, be- you have to believe A.J. Preller and, and cohorts are using all kinds of expletives in front of uh, Mackenzie Gore's name, right? I mean, that's the guy they needed. <laughs> well, yeah, that that's the guy that would make all the difference in the world. There's no doubt about it. But, yeah, hey, like the bullpen is fine. But I I think they need more. Uh, I don't think an ace is going to is gonna make the difference for San Diego. I think, I, I think they need, I think they need a, a couple, couple, two, three, four type pitchers. You know what I mean? And I don't know if they can get it. Well, you're not going to uh, get so an much. ace unless the National Society to, cha- to, to trade Max Scherzer. I mean, you might be yeah. able to get a Kyle Hendricks, you know, that kind of level. He's out there. Um, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Merle Kelly's probably out there. Uh, it's that level. So those are the kinds of guys that are out there. 
Well, yeah, and you know, hey, losing losing uh, Danielson Lamette and Mike Clevenger not back till next year. Uh, yeah, the Padres, who we thought had a ton of pitching depth, they're in the same boat as the Dodgers. The the team that has the depth right now in their pitching, believe it or not, is the Giants. Oh, sure. Yeah, you know, you look at you look at Ghostman, you look at Disco DiSclefini, and that group is pitching really well, really, really well. So, what's the Disco DiSclefini? What's what's the what's that that's nickname? His, is that, that, his, that, that's his nickname. That's his nickname, I believe. Yeah, oh, I saw somebody calling him Disco on Twitter the uh, last week. I think it was Jason Collette, and uh, yeah, no, but I mean. But even even the Giants, you know, Alex Wood, Johnny Suedo, there's they're not they're not locked into anything. You know, Logan Wems out, Sammy Long, Aaron Sanchez. Uh, pitching is going to be tough in that uh, in that NL West. It really is, and you know, the Dodgers at least have right now they have the best one-two punch by far in that division in Bueller and Urias. I think it's going to be tough for the Dodgers, Padres, or Giants to actually get through the Mets. That's when it's going to get tricky because I, I don't think they that team, without Bauer, without May, um, you know the Do- the Dodgers or the Padres with with a diminished you uh, Darvish, a bad uh, some of their other pitchers. Um, Blake Snell, et cetera. I don't think they can get through the Mets. I mean, you're going to go up against uh, Jacob DeGrom twice. You're going to go up against Tywin Walker twice. You might have Noah Syndergaard to deal with. That's a really good team. It is a good team. And two of what we thought were going to be their better players this year haven't got going yet. Lindor is finally starting to show some life. But Michael Conforto, you know, other than other than providing great defense, Conforto hasn't shown up at all. Davis at third base hasn't uh, hasn't been there, and yeah, you know, the Mets have got a, a four game lead over the Phillies. Mm-hmm. Y- you know what? What I find fascinating when I look at the NL is the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, you're not even talking about them, and they they might yeah. even have better pitching than the Mets do. <laughs> That's well, really... <laughs> one through three, it's pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's no, it really... has to be. When you, when you, they're fifty three and thirty six. They got a seven game lead over the Reds. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you look at their offense, and other than Avisail Garcia, it hasn't been real good, has it? Yeah, but t- the difference between the Brewers and the Mets and the guys on the West Coast, you can find positional players. They've got to find an answer at first base. I mean, Keston here is it's just pathetic, right? I know they brought in Rowdy Tellez. They need a guy that can play first base. You should be able to find mm-hmm. that. It's easier to find positional players than it is pitching. And Much. So, so the guys on the West Coast have got the harder uh, need to fill than the you know the Mets and the mm-hmm. Brewers. And I think that gives them a major advantage because you know both of those teams are going to upgrade their team. Yeah. The, the Brewers have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you look at that offense. They've got to get another bat or two in there. As far as pitching, you're right. As long as everybody stays healthy, they're you know hey, they got a good one through three. Their bullpen is rock solid. Yeah, they're in good shape from a pitching perspective, and that makes all the difference. So really, you look at the cards. They're 43 and 45. They got a nice team, but they got way too many people hurt. You know, losing losing Flaherty was huge. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, they they needed they needed Jack Flaherty, and uh, you know they're two games under five hundred. The Cubs have just been on a free fall, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. You know the last ten games are one and nine. Yep. But I, it'll be. I think these next three weeks are going to be fascinating as teams decide that they're not in it and who they're going to be offering up. And we haven't even talked about the American League, but the National League I think is a little bit more fascinating than the American League because you've got these five super teams that are out there, and mm-hmm. uh, and they all have a chance. They all have a chance to make the World Series, not just win their division. They all have a chance to make the World Series, so you know they're going to be going for it. Well, yeah, the Atlanta Braves are in third right now, two games under five hundred. Atlanta's got a pretty good offense. Yeah. <laughs> they got a real good offense. That their problem, uh, yeah. If, they don't have high end pitching though. They they don't have the pitching, but you know, you look at runs scored. Okay, the Mets have scored three hundred and three runs and allowed three hundred. Okay. The Braves have scored 406 runs, 103 more than the Mets. Mm-hmm. And they're six games back because they've allowed 390 runs. Yeah. Yeah, the bullpen's fine, but the Braves, they need some starting pitching. They got to get, they got to hope that Muller really, really excels in the second half and go out and find some, find some arms as well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see it happening, Timmy. Timmy, let's take a break, get back. Oh my gosh, we've gone 20 minutes and we've only done question one. <laughs> and we didn't spend much time on question one. <laughs> Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bolin Branch sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get even softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order with code RESTful15. So head to bollnbranch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Details. I think we beat the Trevor Bauer thing up pretty pretty heavily. I think we were both of like like mine. I think in summary, if you own Trevor Bauer, it's probably not going to end well for him and in your team. So find some alternatives, Timmy. That's that's the best yeah. way to say it. And the same thing with the Dodgers. I mean, we're all of us are in the same position who own Bauer. Yeah, it's basically <clears throat> move on. And if anything positive comes from it, well, count it as a bonus. That's the yep. way I'm looking at it. Okay, Timmy, let's let's skip over the uh, 
the AL and NL roster. I don't know if we can get to that. Let's get to these mid-season awards. I mean, I love doing this. We are a little mm-hmm. bit past the mid-season. Yeah. Uh, so, but uh, I, 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 I've got mine. I've given you my answers. Uh, yeah. But I, I really want your personal MVP. I mean, a guy you drafted who is either carrying your team or in teams that you're doing very well and is making a big difference. You maybe didn't expect it or you did expect it, and he's – even done that much better. Who is the great Tim McLeod's personal MVP? Uh, my personal MVP has got to be Cedric Mullins. Yep. I got him in got him in five leagues, and he's done everything and then some that I that I could have expected. He's way exceeded my expectations. The other couple couple players, Ozzy Albies, he's done exactly what I thought he would do. And I'm very, very happy for him. I think he's going to be a top three second baseman in baseball for the next 10 years. And how can I not, I, I don't have Otani, but in oh, a couple leagues, but the couple leagues I have him in, Shoei Otani has been huge. Mm-hmm. And I have one league. Uh, uh, no, I don't. Sorry. I take that back. I've got to use him as either a pitcher or a bat. I can't have him active in both at the same time. I wish I could. For those who have daily roster moves, uh, Shoei Otani has got to be the first half MVP. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm almost beginning to. Gosh, I, I think might do a 180 here. If you own Shoei Otani and you can play him at, you have daily transaction moves. Boy, that's. I, I don't even know yeah. if that's fair. I mean, that's just it puts you so far out ahead that uh, I don't even know if it's fair, Tim. Uh, it's it's got to be fair. It was fair last year when he was hurt or the year before. So yeah. it's got to be fair. It's got to be fair now. But I mean, it is a huge edge. It yeah. really, really is huge. Uh, if you're not in the top three, OK, with Otani in a, in a daily moves league. Yeah. There's something wrong. Yeah, you're doing something wrong. Uh Timmy, yeah. I own Cedric. I'm just I'm not even gonna say Cedric Mullins. I think if we just say Cedric, we know what we're talking about, right? Are you good with yeah. just using a first name? Cedric the Entertainer, yes. Yeah, exactly. I own him in two leagues. Timmy, both those leagues yeah. I'm in first or second. I'm I'm competing. Good for you. Yeah. But my personal MVP, I own him in six leagues, all the dynasty yeah. leagues I own him in. Uh and yep. that's Adolis Garcia. Uh it 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 begins and ends when he has a good week i fly up and when he has a bad week i i'm stagnant he is carrying my squads timmy it's just 20 plus home runs and a guy that i got for a dollar before the season started in the first fab run so uh it can't be it it doesn't get any better than that that's that's what you want yeah exactly you hit the jackpot yep yeah yeah the bells and whistles are all going off uh good for you i've uh I've only got him in a couple leagues. Uh, I wish I had him in a lot more. Yep. Uh, okay, Timmy, the next next uh, award goes to your personal Scott Baker Award. And for those people who don't know who Scott Baker is, that's okay. But Tim <laughs> swore off of Scott Baker, I want to say in 2014, 15, 12, something along that. It was yeah. years ago. Yes. And, and it's the, I'm never going to own this guy again. Yeah, I I own 
I had him active for every bad start he had that one year. I had him on my bench every time he pitched lights out. I, it, it was a mess. It really was. And no offense to God, Baker. It, it, it just it was one well, of those stop things. Being that so stop being so Canadian. Stop being so Canadian. I'm being polite. It's Friday. <laughs> 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 yeah. But anyhow, yeah, I never went back to that well and never will. And this year, I've got two starting pitchers. They're vying for the Scott Baker Award, and I will not, under any circumstances, have either of these starting pitchers on my teams moving forward. And one is Steven Strasburg, and the other is Blake Snell. I can't blame you, Timmy. I'm with either. No. No, with Strasburg, it's all about the health. Yep. But it's, it's just way too risky, and Blake Snell... Hasn't really, yeah, yeah, he hasn't pitched well since his size season. Yeah, this year, hey, at home, he's pitching okay. He's pitching great on the road. He's a number five type starter. You you can't, it's too much maintenance to sort through all that. And even when he is pitching well, he doesn't get through the order three times. Yeah, it's, yeah, you can have both of them. I've washed my hands and I'm moving on never to own again. Timmy, I want you to hold me to my uh, Scott Baker Award, and mine's mm-hmm. more generic than yours. Yours is very specific, which is better, but I want you to hold me to this during draft season next year. Mm-hmm. Yep. I will not leave the draft with a bunch of low-end closers. I will not do it, Timmy. I, it's brutal. I want, and if if I draft Edwin Diaz, Timmy, he gets hurt or he's no good or whatever, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving the draft with a closer, a guy yep. that's got the job, that's got a long leash, and I don't care if I have to draft him in the third round. I, I'm done with a bunch of low-end closers, Timmy. It's too painful. It's no fun. I'm not doing it. So I'm swearing well, off of coming out of the draft with two bottom feeder closers and playing the game, not doing it. Well, it's a reciprocal situation. You can hold me to the same thing. Okay. Because I'm I I agree with you 100. percent I in a lot of leagues I went with uh, Edwin Diaz, mm-hmm. and then I worked around it and went with a couple low end closers. Well, I'm still struggling somewhat. Okay, but for the most part, I know I can count on one guy, so I'm yep. mid pack. Then from there, you can work on nailing a number two, number three type closer and and make it work. But I want to have a Liam Hendricks, uh, a Diaz. Uh, a Craig Kimbrell, now that he's bounced back. Yeah, I want to have one of those guys. And after that, well, you know, I'll go into the 15th to 23rd round and start tossing some educated darts. But I, I got to have a closer. A real, I'm not going in. I'm not going in with uh, uh, the Kansas City, Detroit, Arizona Diamondback uh, triumvirate yeah. of closers. That, that's not going to happen. No, yeah. it's, I think it's fool. Yeah, and people say, "Oh, you can always find them on the wire." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and a fifteen, yeah. T- yeah, and a fifteen-team league with sharp and active owners. Good luck because you're bidding against fourteen other players to acquire the rights of a closer that might have the job for a week. Good luck with that. Look, I wish and, you well. And I think one of the best things we've done in a long time is your closer report. Because it highlights the ridiculous nature of this stupid category. I mean, you well, put guys out there, Timmy, and then the next week, another guy is a guy to pick up. And it, it is the most ridiculous thing. And it just highlights how insane this is. And yet you look at that yeah. top, Timmy, 
and it just stays the same, right? I mean, yeah, Aroldis Chapman yeah. had a problem. I'm okay yeah. with that. I mean, like if if you pick the, I'm sorry, but you got a lot of saves. He's really good pitcher still. It's just unfortunate. But look at Tim's closer report, everybody. Those top ten guys haven't moved all season long. In the bottom no. twenty has been a joke. It just well, has. Been shuffling the deck. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's what you're. That's what you're doing. You know. Hey, right now Heath Embry is a god. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Tim. Say say that quick and think about it. Okay. <laughs> All right, Timmy. Now we're going to go uh, a little bit quicker uh, here. The fantasy MVPs by position. Who oh. is your catcher? This doesn't have to be a guy on your team. Just you know, a, you know, a guy that's been out there. And you can, you know, you could pick um, JT Ramulto if you think he's been, you know, the the god. But I'm pick guys that are a little bit further down. But however you want to do it, tell us your MVPs by position. Uh, I, ca- I think when you look catcher. at catcher. Yeah, the the guy that stands out, heads above everybody else at the position, is Sal Perez. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, you you paid a little bit for Sal Perez, but he is the only catcher this year that has really stood out. You know, twenty homers, fifty plus RBIs. The guy that I like, uh, Buster Posey, with a two forty three ADP, mm-hmm. twelve homers, yeah, you know, twenty eight. R- Carson Kelly in there until the injury he was looking really good but for for me it's either Sal Perez or Buster Posey being the the two that impressed me the most I think they're they're great calls for me Timmy and this is a personal one it's Omar uh, Narvaez one I can say his name now and two is Mm -hmm. I did I I thought a very (laughs) shrewd trade at the beginning of the season uh, Mm -hmm. where I traded my number four pick in a dynasty league which is a valuable pick and mm-hmm. I got Karen check the guy's third pick in the second round or something like that. And just as a sweetener, I asked if he would throw an Omar Manai, uh, Narvaez, right? And it's like, yeah. the guy's like, yeah, you can take him. I'll give him to you for free. Because I mm-hmm. had the feeling that Omar <laughs> Narvaez, I didn't believe he was as bad as he was last year, Timmy. And yeah. he he's ranked as the eighth best catcher. He was off the board as a 21st catcher, eight home runs, 297, 392 on base percent. A 392 on base percentage from a catcher, Timmy, please. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, I did the same thing in DL5, Bob and I. We went. Tim? In OBP league? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you... no, we did the same thing in DL5. And, yeah, we acquired Omar Narvaez. And, I can tell you I'm much happier with Narvaez. We are than Danny Jansen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's going to lose his job to Gabriel Marino very soon. So it's they're just buying their time. Tell me your first base MVP. First base MVP. Uh, right now he's sporting 22 home runs, 64 RBIs, a 282 batting average. He's second in home runs. He was the 25th first baseman off the board with an ADP of 219. And that's Jared Walsh of the Angels. That's a great call. That's a great call. It's funny. I, I rejected a trade earlier in the year from somebody who was offering up Jared Callis because he, he was really high on Jared Walsh. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I think he could be good, but you're asking, you're, you're thinking he's a stud already, and he wasn't. But Timmy, the guy was right, and I was wrong. Jared Walsh has, was, has been very, very good. Yeah, he has. And my honorable mention goes to Trey Mancini. 
21st off the board, and he's bounced back from the cancer issue in a big way, and I couldn't be happier for him. I feel bad for him, though, in the home run derby. Tim, you're up, he's up there with all those studs, and in Stray Mancini, I love the player. I don't think he has a chance. <laughs> well, no, and uh, it's interesting when you start looking at the All-Star game because more and more players are starting to back out. It's It could be the no-star game this year. Yeah, I, I, I know Altuve backed out, which yeah. makes sense to me. But uh, Correa? Like, who did? Correa. I don't think DeGrom's pitching. Uh, Darvish won't obviously be pitching. It's it's starting to thin out a little bit. Can you blame him, Timmy, with everybody getting hurt? We, we talked about it for no. 10 minutes. I mean, I think the teams are probably pretty pleased. So they get the honor, the, the whatever trophy or whatever says they're in the All-Star game, and they don't have to attend. Mm. Well, yeah, you know, Vladdy Jr., I think he's doing the right thing. He's had a big first half. Uh, he's not partaking in the home run derby. He knows what's involved. Yep. How well, much that, it'll take out of you. So. Speaking of Vlad yeah. Jr., Tammy, I, I went, I'm sorry. I, I did the easy one. I, he's my yes, MVP. Yes, did. Yeah. He's the number one yeah. player in the game, Timmy. That's what CBS says. That's what the, you know, I mean, you can argue Otani is the best player in the game just because he's he's a multi-positional guy. But, I mean, Vlad Jr. has been ridiculous. 48th guy off the yeah. board. If you're not in the top three with Vlad Jr. in your team, shame on you. Yeah, I, I actually, I'm actually fifth in one league with Vlad shame and on Otani. You. <laughs> and Otani and Acuna. What is wrong with you, McLeod? Come on. My pitching sucks. <laughs> shame on that, you. That's, a, that, 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 that's shame is that, on is that me. The, is that the Strasburg team? Uh, no, that's not the Strasburg team. That's a that's a money league that I'm in with our friend David Mendelson. Oh, that's the oh, one okay. that you get a lot a three hundred fifty dollar entry fee one. Yeah, yeah. No, I I can't I can't cobble together a pitching staff. Why don't you, uh, Aaron maybe, Aaron Nola is my ace. Oh, that's brutal. That that's just a. I mean, that's well, that's unfortunate, Timmy. That's what that is because it was he should have been good and he's not. Yeah, it's like I said, it's not a bad rotation I put together. They just collectively suck this year, and even though I've got, I think I've got fifty-four or fifty-five out of the sixty pitching points. It's twelve-team league. I mean, batting points, not pitching. You know, I'm I'm still in fifth spot, six points out of the money. So we'll, we'll see if I can. Why don't you trade one of your bats? Um. Well, uh, that is an option, but based on, I'll just give you the the latest trade offer. I think was Victor Caratini and somebody for somebody of use. It's a tough trading league. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Most leagues are tough I, trading leagues. Oh yeah, I, I'm not getting much in the way of offers, and I, I'll just I'll just keep rolling the dice, hoping hoping you see better days ahead. But it it's tough when you've got it's tough when everybody knows that pitching stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, you, you got to pay a premium, and I don't think it's worth some of the premiums that I've been asked of in several leagues. Tim, let's take a quick break. We get back. Uh, we're really going to pick up the Pacers. We're already at 36 minutes. Uh, we're going to hit second, third, and short. We get back. Okay. We won't come up short. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bolin Branch sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get even softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order with code RESTful15. So head to bollnbranch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Details. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Tim, we're going to go to second base, and people all want to know what you have, but I love my pick. So, But uh, you go ahead. Yeah. Who is your MVP at second base? Yeah, I, I can't argue. I can't argue with your pick. I, I really can't. As you know, it's time to suck up and get that Christmas card. But I went with Marcus Semyon. He was twelfth oh, off the call. board. Great call. Yeah, he's lead, leading in home runs with twenty four, second in RBIs with fifty four. Honorable mentions to Tommy Edmond and Jonathan Scope. Well, Jonathan Scope's a great call. Is he going to be second base eligible next year, or just first base though? Uh good question. I'll have to check his. And while you're uh, checking, mine is uh, the yes. little man, Jose Altuve, Timmy. He's ranked second at second base. His ADP yeah. was the ninth second baseman taken off the board. I was high on him coming into the season. I did not buy the last year as being the new baseline. And it's uh, 19 home runs, four stolen bases. So he's a chance to hit 30-plus home runs again. And, you know, 8 to 10 yeah. stolen bases. Timmy, money, 286 batting average and a 370 on base percentage. Yeah, he's bounced back rather nicely, to say the least, uh, Rich. Good call. Uh, Scope will qualify. He's got 20 games in a second base, 57 at first. So we're looking okay. at first and second eligibility next year, wherever he happens to be playing. And it could be back in Detroit again. It should be, really. Yeah, they need some bats, Timmy. I saw, I saw the, I'm going to go again today. I saw uh, Spencer Torkelson and, and, um, um, oh, the other kid, uh, Riley the, Green, Riley Green and, uh, the, the catcher as well. So I saw all those guys this week. So, uh, very, yeah. very interesting. So very interesting. Yeah. But Willie Castro and Heimer Candelario and Nico Goodrum. Yeah, that's uh, no Marmazar. Those aren't really the answer. They really yeah. aren't. You know, Badu and Grossman could fill in very nicely. But hey, if they lose scope, they can't afford to lose scope. How's that? Tell me uh, your third baseman, Timmy. Who is your MVP at third base? At third base, uh, another bounce back candidate from last year 19 homers, 58 RBIs. 255 batting average. He went 34th off the board with an ADP of 289 
And that's Eduardo Escobar, soon to be a White Sox, if rumors are correct. Yeah, that's a great call, Timmy, as another bounce-back guy. I'm surprised I didn't put him down either, but I think honorable mention has got to go to Chris Bryant. It was another guy that you could have gotten laid at yep. third base, and it just seemed like the op. He and Altuve and Marcus Simeon, they just seemed like the obvious pick in a draft. Well, and you know what? They turned out to be all great bargains. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah I, I can't argue with Bryant. My honorable mention was Ryan McMahon. Yeah, I wanted to great put him first in half. as well. I went with a guy that I have I have just destroyed, Timmy, for years because I didn't think he'd hit enough, and that is Austin Riley. He's the mm-hmm. 10th-ranked third baseman. His ADP was a 24th third baseman on the board. Uh, 14 home runs, a 277 batting average, and a 361 on-base percentage. To me, it's all propped up by a 340 Babbitt, but it all counts in the final standings. Yeah. And Austin Riley's had a really good season. I don't know if he can continue it. I'm betting the under, but good for him. Well, yeah, I, it's a tough bet because we know at some point in time Riley's going to go through one of his two for 45 swoons, right? It, it's going to be up and down. But at the same point in time, he is also going to go on a couple tears and hopefully it all works out in the wash. I still maintain he's a 25 home run guy. That's going to hit 230 to 240. And as long as you with a pretty good one base percentage, that's what surprised me a little bit. As long as you plan for that, he's a really good player. Well, exactly. You've got to plan around it because he's, uh, I don't believe he's ever going to support a solid batting average. I'm with you there. A hundred percent. At MVP, I'll do my uh, my MVP first since you've already mentioned him, and that's Marcus yeah. Simeon, who's eligible at short and second. If uh, if if the quality's not enough, you get him at multi-positional eligibility. Timmy, Marcus Simeon, who is your MVP at at short? Um, uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna deal with a couple players with the same last name. One being my MVP, and one for honorable mention. My uh, MVP is Brandon Crawford, 17 homers. 55 RBI, seven stolen bases, and a 275 batting average. Nobody, nobody saw that coming. Uh, drafted very, very late. Uh, Isaiah Kiner Falafa. Is, oh, he, really yeah, good. he was a 51st uh, shortstop off the board, 15 stolen bases. Uh, honorable mention, I'm going to go to another Crawford, uh, and uh, that's JP in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Very, very quietly, he's had himself a really nice year. Yep, and I don't think he's getting nearly nearly the the love and the chatter that he deserves. Yeah, I mean, part of the problem with shortstop, Timmy, if we we talk about right. it all the time, it's so deep. And JP Crawford's gonna not going to the top fifteen next year, I doubt. No, if he isn't, Brandon Crawford probably won't either. But if you happen to went late and tossed some darts or went to the waiver wire early, you raked off big time. You did yeah. well, very yeah. well. Yeah, I'd rather have J.P. Crawford at where I got him in a couple of drafts than where people yeah. had to get Trevor Story. Well, yeah. yeah, Crawford's probably posted better numbers or close yeah. to it. All right, Timmy, let's move to the outfield. I want two names this time. Who is your Who are your MVPs in the outfield? Uh, well, I got five names here. Uh, we've already covered Adolis Garcia, but with oh. a 740 ADP. He was 195th off the board. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, he went undrafted in just about every league, Timmy. The only, if you look at, if you're looking at the NFC ranking, <laughs> how many 
leagues was he actually drafted in? It wasn't very many, so. Well, no, not with a 740 ADP. That's where I took my uh, ADPs was the NFBC. Right, same here. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, number 58, uh, Jesse Winker with a 206 ADP. Great call. He slowed down a little bit, though. Yeah, he slowed down a little bit, but with a 206 ADP, you drafted him as your third, fourth type outfielder, and he's performed as a number one. Uh, at 84, with a 306 ADP, Brian Reynolds. Mm -hmm. Having himself a really nice year. Uh, Adam Duvall, I believe, yes. he's le leading yes. all the outfielders in RBIs with 60 or so. He was the 92nd outfielder off the board. And Robbie You know what's interesting about Adam Duvall? I took a look at his sprint speed. And when you, yeah. when you sort, he's actually fast, Timmy. He doesn't steal as many bases. But if you take a look at his sprint speed in comparison yeah. to the league, it's shocking how fast that guy is. I never would have guessed that, Rich. Yeah, you never, should. And then when you see him play, he moves. He just never yeah. steals bases. Well, yeah. You, you know, with a 361 ADP, you drafted him as basically as a bench slot. Mm -hmm. And you've got 60 RBIs out of the guy and a bunch of home runs to go along with, a, of course, a, a Midland batting average. But, yeah, hey, the 92nd outfielder off the board with 60 RBIs. Yeah, how can you argue with that? Are those your five? Uh, well, I threw Robbie Grossman in there just because you threw in a kill Badu, but uh, that, 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 that was a Tim sort of move. What but, was what yeah. was uh, what was what's Robbie Grossman? Where's he ranked? Um, I'm not sure where he's ranked, but he was a hundredth outfielder off the board with a four ten ADP. Well, my two guys first is Cedric, yeah. just just because he's been phenomenal. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right. his stat line again, Timmy. First of all, he's ranked third as as far as outfielders go. So yeah, uh, I don't know who the first he's two a guys first, are. He's a first round first round pick, Rich. Timmy, sixteen home runs, fifteen stolen bases, forty eight runs scored. Oh, not enough. Three sixteen batting average and a three eighty four on base percentage. Yeah, I know he plays for Baltimore, but wait until Baltimore gets better. If he can continue eighty percent of this, Timmy, he's a star. If he goes 25-25 this year, which is not inconceivable, that makes him, what, a second-round pick next year? I know. I think people are going to struggle with that. Oh, I think we've oh, talked about this already oh, yeah. because it's it's they still are. Cedric Mullins. It's a guy that got demoted back to double-A. We don't have to tell the story again. And it just yeah. it, it's, it's, a, it's remarkable what he's done. It is totally remarkable. Agreed. And my second guy is a killed Badu. I talk about him all the time. Yeah. I love the do rag. I mean, I love everything about Badu. He's ranked 48th. He just doesn't have the at bats. Uh, if you take a look at his production per at bat, it's pretty impressive. His ADP was yeah. 148th uh, uh, outfielder off the board, 685 <laughs> overall. 197 at bats, five home runs, 13 stolen bases, a 274 batting average, and a 358 on on, uh, on base percentage. He's got 27 runs, and he's batting leadoff, Timmy. It, there's just a lot to like about a kill Badu. There is. And you know, even when he goes through his rough patches, he's not going anywhere, is he? Yeah, particularly this year, right. So Yep. But I'm thinking exactly. next year, Timmy, if he if he ends the year with I don't know, a dozen home runs and twenty five stolen bases with a comparable two seven you know, two seventy batting average and a three fifty mm -hmm. percentage, where does he go? Well, he should be drafted as a number three type outfielder. But he won't be because of the same reason that Cedric Mullins won't be drafted in the second round. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's, again, uh, high risk, small sample size, potentially extremely high rewards.
Starting pitching, Timmy. Give me your MVPs and starting pitching. Okay, I, I got I got two names out here. Uh, uh, this guy has the 16th best so ERA. Just, just so you know, Timmy, I asked for two names. Yes, I know. I'm following the rules for once. Oh, 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 oh I see. Just two names. Okay. Yes, just just two. Yeah, I I actually read the notes. <laughs> no, no, you didn't because I said two outfielders and you gave me five. I think you gave me six. Yeah, but, I could have. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, always trying to overachieve. 16 best ERA in baseball with 284. He's 9-3, and three, a 102 whip. Okay, he was the 151st starting pitcher off the board. This, well, I shouldn't say starting, 151st pitcher off the board this year with an ADP of 442, and that's Anthony DiSclafani. Disco DiSclafani, yeah. Disco. Yeah, and wow. My, yeah, amazing. My, my second pitcher uh, is currently sporting the 30th best ERA in, in baseball with a 341. Identical record to DiSclafani, 9-3. and three. Uh, A few more Ks, 115 strikeouts. Uh, he was the 65th pitcher off the board with an ADP of 192. And he's a guy that gets very little chatter and very little love at all. And that's Chris Bassett of he, the Oakland A's. That's a great call by you. You're absolutely it's, right. He gets very little. And every time he pitches to me, it seems like he's putting up a quality start. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah. You know, and I'm guilty. I'm guilty as the next guy. And when I was going through the numbers, I, I, I said to myself, self, I got, I got to mention this guy because he is really, really having a great year. And again, not much chatter. Yeah, I didn't put down Alex Wood, but sticking in that theme of uh, San Francisco Giants, I mean, he's been really good uh-huh. this year. Yeah, so is that Ghostman guy. Yeah, Ghostman, yeah. Might, he might be the he, – he might – is he going to win the Cy Young? I guess DeGrom's going to win in the yeah. National He's going to get votes, though. He's going to get votes, and I think he's going to get more than one-year offers, low-ball offers yeah. in the offseason. Yeah, he's, he's heading for a big payday, I think, Rich. Yeah. Mine are Freddie Peralta, and I think as if we could say just the entire San Francisco Giants uh, starting oh. rotation might be able to say the same thing about the uh, about the Milwaukee Brewers. I mean, he's ranked yeah. eighth according to CBS. He was 107th pitcher off the board. 107th pitcher off the board, Timmy. 93 yeah. innings, seven wins, 129 strikeouts. I didn't realize there were that many strikeouts with mm-hmm. 2.23 ERA. Freddie Peralta, my second guy. Is Taiwan Walker another kid that yeah. 
you know, because I watch a lot of Mets game, and almost every every Mets broadcast, they say that Tywin Walker got exactly one um, offer, and it was from the Mets, two years and twenty million dollars. And what has he done? Twenty six best pitcher off the board, according to CBS, ADP of one hundred and two. 102nd starting pitcher off the board, 85 innings, seven wins, 62 strikeouts, and a 2.44 ERA. Yeah, that one really, really boggled my mind in the off season. Uh, I watched him last year when he was in Toronto because we get the Jays feed up here, and I saw virtually all of his outings. And Walker looked really, really good. Yet when it came to the off season. He struggled to get himself a contract. I think it was a, a two-year deal with the Mets, whatever. And I just couldn't understand what I was missing after having watched him pitch as much as I did last year. You know, why there wasn't a little bit more interest in Taiwan Walker this year. Uh, he's been great, and I'm happy for the kid, and I'm happy for the Mets. Yeah, the Mets have him for another year. I mean, uh, yeah, a very reasonable it's, offer. It's a, yeah. and, and it's a reason that he's been good, Timmy. I mean, first of all, his va- fastball velocity has improved, and he's changed uh-huh. his pick, pitch mix. I mean, he has yeah. still on a slider, not a cutter anymore, and uh, that's all driveline stuff. So yeah. I think teams need to wise up and look at guys' data and find out when there's been a change in their – pitch mix or their pitches and maybe try to sign some of these guys well yeah i think so as well and walker definitely stands out but you know when you look at pitching okay uh the argument that you had to go early okay to get good pitching and be competitive is totally thrown out the window when you mention freddie peralta taiwan walker anthony discofani and chris bassett there's four pitchers you could have had late that would probably put you in first place in pitching. Yeah. Yep. You, you just had to be lucky enough to nail the right guys. Yeah, that's what's so hard in this game, Timmy. I mean, and a guy, I I I'm sure there's somebody that has all four of those guys on their team. If you if you did, then <laughs> we, we'll welcome you on our broadcast. You tell us how you did it. But if you tell you it was all skill, we're going to call you a liar. <laughs> uh, yeah, two letters come to mind, B and S. How's that's that? right. <laughs> Uh, Timmy, final MVP is the reliever. Who is your reliever? My, mine's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be cheap here. Mine's Mark Melanson. He yeah, has got the. You know, he's got the most saves in the game. I don't even think it's close. And he was a 22nd closer off the board. Give me a break. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, and he got the win last night in that uh, remarkable comeback by, by the Padres. I, man, yeah, for the Nationals had to be. That clubhouse had to be awful quiet after that game last night. I That's know. they were up way up, Timmy. I think I, I oh, looked it was eight nothing, eight nothing at the third inning, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, and then a, a, a relief pitcher just called up, a San Diego kid, hits a grand slam off Max Scherzer. Yeah, million to one on the odds on that. I know, I know. Uh, you know, it's yeah, really it's... good this year. And I mean, is Trey Turner? I know we talked about him a lot. Oh, yeah. Man, that guy, he's just returned so much value. I know you picked him at fifth or sixth pick, uh, picking yeah. the, the draft, but he's, you know, maybe Vlad and Tatis and Acuna. But, I mean, Turner's in that conversation of, of a top five player you take. Yeah, definitely. And come next spring, he will be. He'll be, a, he'll be definitely a top ten, maybe top five pick. Yep. Very consistent, steady. Uh, he just goes out and does when healthy 
does exactly what we anticipate him doing, uh, Who, Richard. Who's your closer, Timmy? Really? I had to go with a bounce back, a bounce back guy. This, yeah, you know, this guy has saved twenty out of his twenty-two opportunities. He has a point five seven ERA. Okay, fifty-four strikeouts in thirty-one and two-thirds. He went into the year with a as uh, a sixtieth pitcher off the board with an ADP of one eighty-two, and that's Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, that's a great call. Been I lights, agree. been lights out. Yep. The question is, can he continue it next year, Timmy? I don't know what happened the two or three years prior to that, and what's happened this year. I mean, is this a guy that can? Is it? Do we have a new baseline? Is he again a top five, top ten closer in the game? Are we talking to his agent or the GMs that are looking at signing him? We yeah. have two different. Now we're talking there, right? to uh, you know next <laughs> February when we're trying to figure out where are we going to take Craig Kimber? What are we going to tell people? I'm going to tell him that he's a top ten closer. Yeah, I think you pay have to. It. Yeah, I think you have to. Pay yeah. For it. Our our last two categories, Tim. I didn't put mine down because uh, people just want to hear from you on this, and we're going to take our final break. Is two players you think will have a better second half? Very generic question. Uh, yeah, it, it's very very easy to. There's a million players you could list, but I went with Michael Conforto. Two homers, 16 RBIs, and a 200 batting average. He's been hurt, nicked up. Conforto has to have a better second half. And Mookie Betts, another easy pick. 11 mm-hmm. homers, 32 RBIs, 7 stolen, a 246 batting average. I know. Like, we have to see better from those two in the second half. Just have to. Well, I agree with Conforto. He's been hurt a lot. But what's yeah. wrong with Mookie Betts, Timmy? I mean, we just don't talk about him a lot. And this is not the kind of Mookie Betts that when you took him as a third or fourth pick in the draft, this is, you know, what you expected. You expected a lot more. Yeah, you weren't betting on 2015 with a 246. You were betting on 30-20 with a 295. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think he's been nicked up a little bit. You were counting on what Cedric is doing. That's that's who Mookie <laughs> Betts is. That's what yeah, about, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, give me two players where we've seen their best days. And I know one of them is Adolas, but okay. You have to give me two after Adolas. <laughs> not going to re- yeah, regress got, in the second half. Yeah, I actually, actually, I've I've got two in a generic. Uh, the question that I have, is Cedric Mullins a 30-30 player? Because he's on that pace. Mm-hmm. I, You know, as good as he has been, I still have a hard time believing in that in that lineup that he's a thirty thirty player. I think he's a I think he's a good player, a very good player. But if he goes thirty thirty, that's wow, and that's the pace he's on right now. So it's an easy pick for regression, right? Yes, but if I told you next year that you can pencil fifteen home runs and twenty five stolen bases with a good batting average and on base percentage. <laughs> That's still a second round pick, right? Uh, gimme, gimme, gimme. Yeah, I, I got, think, I got I, no, no problems with can't that. Can't you no, write that? None. Can't you put that down on your spreadsheet of when you when you do your draft? Isn't that like the floor of Cedric Mullins? Um, I probably will. Yes. Yeah. Okay, give me another guy that's going to regress. Uh, one guy I have problems with. Uh, you know, the first half has been amazing. Sixteen homers, fifty-seven RBIs. But he's sporting a 76-12 strikeout-to-walk ratio. And things are getting a little bit crowded in Toronto. And I think he's going to DH. 
the bulk of the second half, especially with Telez moved. Corey Dickerson is also in the mix a little bit, and he might take some time away. But I have a hard time believing Randall Groychuk is going to repeat what he did in the first half. Yeah. I own him, Timmy, and uh, I get Michael Trout, Trout, Trout back, and that's he's going to replace Grychik in the lineup, and I'm going to play a Kilbadu and uh, an Adolis over Grychik. <laughs> so well, yeah, I, I think I think you have to mm-hmm. uh, at, at this stage of the game, and this this is a generic statement uh, with regards to pitching. Okay, as far as regression is concerned. Any young starting pitcher with 75-plus innings pitched in the first half, and included in that are pitchers like Trevor Rogers, Ian Anderson, Tarek Skubal, Casey Mize. He doesn't have the innings. But, hey, we're going to see in the second half, we're going to see teams starting to rest them. Okay, they're, they're going to skip starts. They're going to be on very strict limits. And I think if you've got a rotation built around Rogers and Anderson and, you know, Scoobal, these young pitchers, mm-hmm. I think you're going to have trouble when it comes to, say, the middle of August. Because I can't see them going 175 innings with a Rogers or an Ian Anderson. Yeah, it's not going to so happen. I think you, they're, 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 again, it's going to be yeah. 140, 150, and they're going to shut them down. I, they, they don't go beyond yeah. 160. There's no way that the Detroit Tigers are going to have Mize and Scooble past 160. No way. Yeah. Well, and you look at Ian Anderson in Atlanta. Atlanta yeah. needs pitching badly. I don't know how they're going to manage that, but I don't see them taking a chance on burning O.D. and Anderson, especially after losing Mike Soroka. You know, it, it's it's gonna it's gonna be tough for teams that are relying on the strong first half of some of these young pitchers. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to find some other arms somewhere. I think. I think Scooble, Mize, Rogers, those guys are gonna pitch until the end of August, and then they're done. I think with yep. guys like Anderson who are on a competitive teams. It's going to be yep. missing two or three starts because of a phantom injury because they want these guys to pitch at the end of September. So it's going to be I right. think it's, it's going to be a little different, right? So just yeah. depends on we how have a t- we have a lot of tweaked hamstrings in in our future pitching wise, right? I agree with you, Timmy. Great segment, uh, awesome segment. Let's take our final break, and I'm going to tease everybody about uh, for for Sunday show, Timmy, for what's for dinner. But it's going to be what's for breakfast with Rich. I'm going to tease everybody when we get back, and then we're going to find out the positional player in the picture that Tim is targeting this week. So, Tim, I know you're excited. We'll be back in a minute. Tease me, Rich. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is awesome, Timmy. We're at the one hour, one minute mark. So right on time here. So give us the pitcher and the hitter that you're going to be targeting this week in fab. Yeah, I, I got two of each. Uh, Hey, this kid's rostered to the tune of 54%. Okay, basically before before he even got called up, but I, I think it'd be very remiss if we didn't mention Videl Brujan. Very, very well played. Had, his, had a really nice uh, opening debut. Timmy stole a base, so. Yeah, yeah, you know, hey, the opportunities are limited out there, but there's still, as of, as of yesterday, 46% of the leagues at CBS – He's still a free agent. The other player that sort of intrigues me, uh, and I don't know how long the leash is going to be, but in spurts we've seen last year especially, we've seen Rowdy Tellez play very well. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's 7% roster. He's now a brewer. Uh, he's a left-handed bat. Mm-hmm. Here is a right-handed bat. I, I think Tellez is... Who's, a, who's a right-handed bat? Uh, Hira. Kessin oh, here, okay, Kesson here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Telez, he's a left left handed bat. I think in a platoon situation, which is something that right now I can envision, Telez gets the bulk of the at bats. I think they're going to give him an, a good opportunity, you know, to win that split. So Rowdy Telez would be, he's, I, I think he's worthy of a look in deeper leagues. I think it's an awesome call. Uh, I mean, Kesson here, it's painfully obvious that he cannot, he can't be your full-time positional player at anything. Do they allow him to be, you know, the poor side of the, uh, of the platoon? Maybe, but I think yeah. they give him two and a half weeks, Timmy, after the all-star break, if it doesn't yeah. work, then they're going to bring in a legit first baseman. Yeah. As we mentioned earlier in the podcast. Yeah. Hey, I think they're going to give him a shot. If he gets it done, the job says, if he doesn't, as you just mentioned, They'll go find a first baseman somewhere. C.J. Cron, whatever. They'll find yeah. somebody. Yeah, there's plenty yeah. of those guys out there, Timmy. Uh-huh. Okay, give me a pitcher. Just one. Just one. Okay. Ryan Weathers of the Padres. Great call. 34% rostered, and right now he could be their ace. Is he even up, though? Last time I looked, he was in the minor leagues. Uh, yeah, he's up. He pitched this week. It wasn't... Uh, wasn't uh, a great a great outing, but they uh, they did call him up. Uh, and let's just see on the season he's got a three hundred two ERA, four two four and two one loss record. Uh, he pitched on July July sixth, five and a third against the Nats, allowed four earned runs. Uh, and that's about it. But I I, I he's young. 
I think there's some upside there. Uh, I, again, with all young pitchers, I think there there are also some concerns. But right now, the Padres need this kid, so I think they're going to wheel him out there, and I think he's going to be at least average moving mm-hmm. forward. Yep. Can I give you a couple names, Tim? You certainly can. Trying to do uh, Tim's job here. Yes, um, I, I'm sure you'll do very well out of Rich. There's a kid in the Dodgers who took a perfect game into the eighth inning, Ryan Pepio, uh, <laughs> in double-A. Yeah. He's probably a 3-4 guy, but the Dodgers are going to be looking for a pitching. So he and and Andre Jackson are two guys that you need to keep your eyes on. Um <laughs> I'm Josh, reading feverishly here, Rich. <laughs> Josh Donaldson is likely going to get moved in the Twins, or at least he should be. Yep. Uh, Jose Miranda mm-hmm. in AAA, yep. uh, having a really nice season. There is a little bit of Eddie Oliveris in him that he might be a tweener kind of kid. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that's an interesting guy that could you know kind of see some time. So those are three guys, Andre Jackson, Ryan uh, Pepio and Jose Miranda, Timmy, that, you know, as we start to look out towards the uh, the end of the month and the trade deadline, guys, you might want to think about. Yeah, there's a kid in the red system that sort of intrigues me. Uh, he was a third round pick last year. I can't remember the kid's name, but he's off to a great start in low way. I was thinking of mentioning him for Dynasty Leagues. I wish I could remember the kid's name. I didn't write it down. Oh, well, that's yeah, that's that's not helpful. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm just scanning through MILB.com, okay? Uh, unfortunately, I don't. Ha- I can't bring up a browser because I, I, you were cutting out, so I had to cut down everything. So I don't. I can't. I can't do the research. So, but uh, how about you wait and talk about him on Sunday? Well, I, I think I very, very could uh, well do that. Uh, but again, it's just a kid that. He's off to a really good start in low A. He's a little bit older. He's going to get a promotion quick, but he's in the red system. He was a third round pick, and okay. by Sunday, I will have, I will have his name for you. How's that? Yeah, I do a whole podcast where I talk about a dozen guys a week that people should yeah. pick up. So I, we can include that guy. Tim, here's my tease, and then we're okay. going to get out of here. Right. As you know, and as our listeners know, I have oatmeal. Lori and I have oatmeal five times a week. Right, that's right. our breakfast of choice. Yeah, and, and you I mix give, in your preferred nut and all the rest of that. Right, so I have been working on improving the quality of my oatmeal, Timmy, and mm-hmm. I have completely revamped it. So everything I've told okay. people about the preparation of oatmeal has gone out the window, and I've got a whole new way of doing it, Timmy, and it has yeah. taken it to the next level. We've now had it for a couple of weeks, and I think Lori and I will both agree that this way of preparing oatmeal is awesome. So that's my tease. It, okay, it's the real meal deal, is what it's you're the saying. real meal deal. Now, if you now it it does take time, <laughs> so this isn't if you're running out the door, you got it, and you want oatmeal and you get the instant oatmeal, okay. But this is maybe a weekend thing, Tim. If you want the extra time, a healthy breakfast, I'm going to share with you how to make it. Okay, sounds cool. I'm 
almost looking go. forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> the word healthy kind of came in there. So well, uh, almost, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm being keen. Okay, I'm I'm supporting my partner. Okay, in his mission to make the world a better and healthier one. How's that? I will tell you. I tried uh, one recipe where I put some butter in the oatmeal, and I'll tell you how all that went. <laughs> so it was it was my Tim o, uh, uh, an ode to Tim McLeod. So I, <laughs> I did put butter in it. So so I. I Put stuff yeah, in, and then I figure out how it tastes. So, yeah, I, I have a hunch. Okay, that the butter recipe is not going to cut the mustard. I was, okay. it was, I was actually pretty good. So, Timmy, and not only have I been experiment, but I've been watching tons of video about you know, on YouTube about how to make great oatmeal. So, uh, which is fascinating. How many oatmeal? Uh, people out there trying to make good oatmeal. It's it's there's a lot of them. So I've I've watched most of them. So yeah. isn't retirement grand, Rich? It's, it's really? fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> you know the thing I like most most about uh, retirement. I can kind of sum it up like this. I used to when I was working look forward to Fridays, right? Because the weekend was here. Right. But now I look forward to Mondays because I have the whole week to go off and do stuff when everybody else is at work. Places are empty and I can, you can do the stuff you want to do. And the weekend comes, you kind of, that's your two days off of doing stuff. Like, you know, you just chill out on the weekend. It's, it's fantastic, Tim. Yeah. Your weekend is every day. That's right. It it starts every day, every single solitary day, Rich. And I, I love it too. It's a wrap, my friend. We will talk to you on Sunday. Sunday's podcast is going to be, oh, we're going to be, um, what was what we're gonna do? Oh, it's your waiver wire stuff. So you will be doing a yeah. waiver wire on Sunday, correct? Um, yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. I, I I think even though some leagues are pushing back their waiver wire dates, okay, I think the bulk of leagues will be having them. So with that in mind, yeah, I'm I'm gonna have a waiver wire on uh, on Sunday. And guess what? Next Friday is Timmy. Uh, next Friday is that the draft? Nope. Take 10 with Rich. Ooh. Top 100, com- top 100 midseason, top 100 comes out, and Tim gets to oh. 10 questions oh. or eight questions for Rich because the last two will be who you're picking up. Nobody wants, nobody cares who I'm picking up. They want to know who you're picking So it'll be take eight with Rich and two with Tim. Well, I, I think we should swing it the other way. Let's go with Rich's fix. He's a he's a guy that owns our I mean, uh, Dolls Garcia in fourteen leagues. Yeah, I think we should go with your pick, my friend. Six, yeah. six, six leagues, Timmy. Okay, I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to gloat, but six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you did very well at not gloating. <laughs> Timmy, be well. Have a good have a good weekend. I'll talk to you on Sunday. Be safe. Be well. Oh, oh, See you oh Speaking of Sunday, oh, yes. five p.m. showtime. Five p.m. because the future game comes on at three. Uh, well, I thought you weren't watching that. Uh, have you rescinded your thoughts there? You're going to give it a spy? Why wouldn't I watch it? Oh, I thought you were upset because of the seven innings. Oh, well, I am, but I'm not going to not watch it. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, I thought yeah. that was a Rich, Rich Wilson spite move. Maybe it was me that wasn't watching it. Yeah, it's it's really MLB. annoying. So, yeah. yeah, it's really <laughs> annoying that it's only seven innings. But, uh, hey, i got to watch it, Tim. It's my job. Yeah. I have to watch okay. it. Okay. Be well, my friend. Be well.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.